You're listening to the Shabby Geeks 100 Days Podcast. I am your host, Dodie Maddox. Each episode will share an EdTech tool or strategy to upcycle the teaching and learning in your classroom. It's time to upcycle learning. Day 41. Today, our upcycling adventure will be about upcycling your classroom procedures to include that digital environment that you have in your classroom. Hopefully, this is something that we will consider and possibly implement as we get ready for the new school year. So, I just have to ask since it is already August 6th, is it just me or do others feel like the month of July you're like the target on Thanksgiving with your doors closed trying to hold everybody back and as soon as August 1st hits it's like the doors are open and before you know it school is here that's kind of how I feel right now trying to get everything ready and for our teachers to come back so that they will be prepared have the opportunity to get everything ready for our students when they come back because it is all about the students. So let's talk a little bit about procedures. There's a procedure, every school has it, that we do when there is a fire. Now how many of you have ever experienced a fire in your school where you had to actually use that procedure? But even though we didn't, you may not have used it, you would know exactly what to do in that situation. Why? Because we, we don't just have a procedure, we practice it. And unfortunately, now we're even having procedures to deal with uh, invasions, um, active shooters, and things of that nature. So why don't we take this practice into the classroom. And some teachers are great at this. You have a procedure for how you're going to take attendance every day. You have a procedure how you're gonna get the lunch count for every day. Um, but what if we had procedures for those digital devices? So what I challenge you to do is to sit down and write a list of everything that goes wrong when you're using technology in the classroom. And then kind of sort through that list, determine things that you can possibly fix proactively, and then come up for some procedures for those inevitable things. For example, the website that you sent the students to is locked. It's going to happen even if you test it at work because for some reason, the night before you actually used it, the filter decided it wanted to block that website now. So when a student comes across a website that you've asked them to use and it's blocked, what do they do? If you don't have a procedure in place, they all raise their hand and start telling you the same thing over and over and over again until you're just completely frustrated and just want to throw the computers out the nearest window. Come up with the procedure and practice it with students. That way they know what to do. It's not the end of the world or the end of the lesson. 
they let you know that site is blocked and they go on to the next step. But it has to be a procedure that is practiced. What's another thing that may happen? Students forget their password. Or at least they claim to. Sometimes I think they do it on purpose, but that's a different topic. So what is going to be the procedure in your classroom when a student doesn't know their password? Is it raise your hand so I can come over there and all 15 students are raising their hands going, Miss, Sir, at the same time? Or do you have a procedure? Can't get in because your password doesn't work. Do X, Y, and Z, then do A, B, C and have a plan for what they will do if the password doesn't work. What about my device isn't charged? That might be another one you want to have a procedure for. Uh, something's wrong with my device. You have classroom sets and so you need to uh, make sure that so they share. So when I come into class I pick up a device and oh my gosh the screen's cracked and I don't want to get blamed for it. What is the procedure? Do they yell it out in class and just distract the whole class and everybody's now talking about the cracked screen? Or do you have a procedure in place that can keep that from happening? Think about those things that stress, out, stress you out the most when you use technology. Determine what you can control, what you can't, and come up for a procedure for them accordingly. Sounds pretty simple until I say, but you have to practice it because now we're thinking, oh my gosh, by the time I practice how to come in my class, go out of my class, turn in homework, write their uh, name on their homework, how to get their devices, how to turn off their device, there's no time left to teach because all we're doing is practicing procedures. Make a plan. Your campus does, they have a plan for how often the fire drill needs to be practiced, how often the active shooter drill needs to be practiced, and then they create a schedule. Do that with yours. Determine what needs to be practiced more often, what needs to be practiced less often, and make a schedule. Don't try to do it all at once because I promise you they won't remember it all at once either create anchor charts or hashtags that help them remember what the procedures are. Um, have a plan. That is the best way uh, to for effective instruction in any aspect, no matter what you're doing with an effective instruction. You need to have a plan. So, this is the Shabby Geek signing off, and I challenge you to upcycle your class procedures to include those digital resources, uh, because what's the best that could happen? Thank you for listening to the Shabby Geek's 100 Days Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at ShabbyGeek101 and hashtag UpcycleEDU. For more upcycling ideas, please check out our previous episodes and subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, or anywhere you get your podcast. Please rate the podcast and share your feedback so others can find it. Now, go upcycle learning. What's the best that could happen?